You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The Built by Bama online podcast presents Daybreak on this Monday, March the 16th. 2020 Travis Ryer, senior analyst for BamaOnline.com. You know, we initially expected to take daybreak into spring break and give it a break. But after the events of the last five or six days or so, felt like we needed to come on this Monday morning, kind of tell you where we've been, where we might be headed. Who knows at this point, right? and what BamaOnline.com has in store for you in the coming days. Certainly not the weekend we anticipated just five or six days ago, starting with really the NBA game that you had there in Oklahoma City with the Utah Jazz and the Oklahoma City Thunder, Rudy Gobert of the Jazz. Uh, It turns out test positive for the coronavirus, and really since that point, The dominoes have just fallen one after another, and understandably so. This is a very situation with which we are dealing. It is a global pandemic, and we certainly hope you take every precaution available to you to do your part as we hope to curb this situation as quickly as possible. Um, From a sports perspective, certainly when you talk about the SEC men's basketball tournament, dominoes, that was one of the very first ones to fall. Alabama was expected to take on Tennessee in that 8-9 game. In the second round of the tournament last Thursday, as we know, that game never had a chance to play itself out. Really, in the hour or so leading up to that game, you've got official word that the SEC men's basketball tournament was being scrubbed altogether. So uh, the Alabama men's basketball season comes to an end last Thursday, and essentially winter sports from that point forward went away. The NCAA announcing, stunningly at the time anyway, that there would be no NCAA tournament for either the men or women in 2020. And then you started to hear rumblings about spring sports being impacted. And the weekend we expected Alabama to open SEC baseball play uh, at the Joe at Sewell Thomas Stadium with Missouri scheduled to pay a visit to Tuscaloosa. That went away. Alabama softball, another big event for Patrick Murphy's team, expected to take place at Rhodes Stadium. Among the teams that were in town or coming into town, For over the weekend, a top five team in the Texas Longhorns. That went away. And now what we have learned since is that SEC sports and just really team-related activities even through April the 15th have been suspended. And that was notable also on the football front because we expected to join you this morning and talk some Alabama football practice from last Friday. That did not happen. So... A situation in flux, I guess, the best way to put it at this point, unprecedented, uh, surreal. You pick the adjective, and it pretty much applies at this point. Uh, In terms of eligibility status for some of these student athletes, and that's who you really feel for in this situation. So many of these young people prepare for the culmination of seasons, especially in the winter sports when you talk about March Madness, and at least the opportunity to get at least a little sliver 
of their own taste of March Madness, whether it's the Power Fives, whether it's the Group of Fives. Uh, so many student athletes impacted uh, in terms of basketball and you know the talk that potentially even in the winter sports you might see an extra year of eligibility granted. I'm not so sure about that. We have heard a more definitive sort of narrative when it comes to spring sports, and that absolutely should be the case when you're talking about sports like baseball and softball. Again, we had just begun to scratch the surface of conference play in those sports. And so uh, Alabama softball had already had a conference series against Arkansas, winning two out of three a couple weekends ago in Tuscaloosa. Again, Alabama baseball was just getting set to host Missouri over the weekend. That did not happen. So you like to see that, and it's certainly reasonable to expect that in those sports, the spring sports, those individuals will have an opportunity to play another year. Those seniors, those uh, those, 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 uh, eligibility participants in their final year, um, baseball will be interesting from that perspective because there is the draft, the Major League Baseball draft to consider. So I don't know if you'll see as many of the student athletes, the baseball players, perhaps take advantage of what we expect to be that additional year uh, in baseball. I do think in softball, there's a great chance you're going to see a lot of those uh, young people take advantage of that because professionally speaking, you know, as we know, unfortunately, for the ladies, just not that sort of situation awaiting them when it comes to professional softball in comparison to professional baseball. So I do think uh, the young ladies who have that opportunity to come back for another year are more likely to do that in softball as compared to baseball. Basketball, hey, look, I'm all for it. I'm all for letting uh, these these uh, these young people play as many years as they want. I, I don't think it's as reasonable of a plea uh, in basketball because really – once you get to the conference tournaments and you're talking about 300-plus Division One college basketball programs, the die has been cast by the time you get to the middle or to the opening rounds even of conference tournaments. Uh, and you already had some of those conference tournaments that had been completed. So for more than a few of the student athletes in both men's and women's basketball, if they were in their final year of eligibility, they had essentially exhausted Uh, their eligibility uh, with their seasons coming to a close. Now, again, I can tell you from firsthand experience, our daughter was headed into the semifinal round of the Big West Women's Tournament. That was set to take place last Friday. They find out on Thursday morning in a film session following their win over Cal State Fullerton on Wednesday night that the conference tournament has been canceled. And for seniors like our daughter, and a couple of her teammates, that only that not only meant the end of a season, that meant the end of a career. And with it, you know, the the expected rough feelings that you might expect because you didn't have that opportunity to play it out on the court, to have that opportunity to win the Big West Conference Championship and then qualify automatically for the big dance on the women's side. So there is certainly a lot of that to consider. Again, though, more realistic to think that the spring sports are going to be a slam dunk with that extra year of eligibility, whereas the winter sports, I don't even know if you can do a case-by-case basis. Uh, You open a Pandora's box. Who do you allow the extra year to? Who do you not allow it to? 
And also in that scenario, and perhaps even you'll see this in baseball and softball uh, with the spring sports with the additional year of eligibility, the likelihood of that transfer portal becoming even more crowded. Uh, I know there's concerns about roster sizes, and apparently the NCAA will make an exception in baseball, which is, we know, for far too long had that very strict 11.7 scholarship limit. Softball, those scholarship numbers will likely be expanded based on a one-year exemption and then revert back to the previous, the, the set limits in 2022, I guess that would be at that point. Um, but the transfer portal, something interesting to consider, too, uh, when you start talking about additional years of eligibility being granted to some individuals. And speaking of the transfer portal, you know, we can talk about it being a downtime in sports, but where the transfer portal is concerned, where coaching news is concerned in basketball, it doesn't seem to slow down all that much. You're seeing coaching changes. Rick Patino coming back into college basketball as the new head coach at Iona. Uh, Raymond Hawkins, you know, it's going to be largely a lot of the news that you're going to hear about during this time of suspension as far as as team activities go is going to be roster related. In other words, you're going to continue to hear items of interest as they relate to the transfer portal. Freshman forward Raymond Hawkins for the Alabama men's basketball team uh, has made that decision to explore other opportunities, as we've told you at BamaOnline.com here in the last few days as it relates to football again as we know we'll let you know uh but based on the timing of things not only for the spring sports and you know with that suspension by the sec and other leagues really into mid-april it's hard to imagine introducing the two-way v4 where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance with fuel cell each step feels explosive delivering unparalleled energy return paired with fresh foam experience maximum comfort throughout the game its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition the two-way v4 gives you the tools to play at a high level learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com seasons of any kind unfolding for baseball and softball for a couple different reasons. First and foremost, the NCAA has said Omaha and Oklahoma City are out the window for 2020. So you're not going to be playing for a national championship. Now, if you want to as a league, I guess, you're the SEC and you say, look, we got a pretty big standalone event in Hoover uh, that we can still make this thing work. I think that was somewhat somewhat possible before the announcement that sports of any kind, organized activities of any kind, were going to be shut down to April 15th. Because you have to understand, we're not just talking about the first time you could play a game as potentially April the 15th. We're talking about the first time you could practice again as a team being April the 15th. And based on that timeline, I don't know how you could get a legitimate conference season uh, together in that condensed time frame. And that's, again, that's with the the uncertainty that it'll even be April the 15th. We don't know if it's going to be April the 15th. It could get pushed back to May the 1st. So, oh, and there's also eligibility issues with that scenario too. Is it really worth it if you are going to condense a season or seasons for softball and baseball at that point for individuals to burn a year of eligibility? Because even though, 
in those scenarios, you wouldn't be talking about NCAA-sanctioned sort of contests. They would still count against the student-athletes eligibility clocks. So it's not a free year if, say, the SEC says, well, we're going to go ahead and play our conference games and we're going to figure out a conference schedule that'll culminate with Hoover in the SEC baseball tournament. It doesn't work that way. It still counts as a year of eligibility. So from that perspective, wouldn't make a lot of sense either. So there you go. That's kind of where we're at. But again, at BamaOnline.com, we're going to continue to give you more coverage of Alabama everything, as best we can anyway. Just in the last 24 hours on the website, been some really good stuff. I thought Kirk McNair's retrospective of Jerry Duncan, the 180-pound offensive tackle from the mid-60s in that initial push, that initial golden era under legendary coach Paul W. Bryant was very interesting. Of course, you got the Jerry Duncan I Like to Practice Award that is typically handed out in spring practice. Not sure you're going to see that one handed out this year because uh, I would say at best uncertain that there's going to be spring practice of any form or fashion uh, in Tuscaloosa in the next month or two. You also had an interesting recruiting update from Hank South on Dason McCullough, a 2022 prospect who right now holds the designation of being the last prospect to visit the Alabama Crimson Tide on the UA campus. Hank South checks in with Dason McCullough, a very highly rated athlete prospect, 6'4", 210 pounds for the 2022 class. He's out of the state of Kansas a guy who apparently could impact things on either side of the football. You're going to want to check that out. And Charlie Potter with a tide in the NFL update. you got some interesting items on Chance Warmack, the former Alabama All-American offensive lineman looking to make his way back to the NFL. Some bonus news for some former Alabama players. Levi Wallace, Eddie Jackson, Mac Wilson, um, some good stuff there. Bradley Bozeman also in that mix. So good stuff from Charlie. And also, today is apparently going to be uh, an SEC Network takeover day for the University of Alabama on this March the 16th. So you've got a guideline there for you, a viewer's guide from Charlie Potter up on the website as well. And fresh this morning, I've got for you, the top five opposing wide receivers on Alabama's schedule for the 2020 season. And you're going to have one of those right out the gate from the University of Southern California in Amon Ra St. Brown. How's that for a name? Just the name alone. St. Brown has to be a top five opposing wide receiver. Some names you would expect, a couple of those from LSU, Certainly the guy at the top of that list you're not going to be surprised about. Maybe an Auburn receiver in there. Maybe a University of Georgia receiver in there as well. So we've got all that coverage for you there at BamaOnline.com. The roundtable is good a place as any to hang out while you weather all this. Uh, we've got threads ranging from football-related to recruiting-related to Netflix options to get you through this time. Uh, concession stand topics, uh, little league topics. We're running the gamut right now. We're exhausting all options when it comes to this downtime that we're experiencing. And we got you covered at BamaOnline.com. Hope you have a great rest of your Monday. Hope you stay with us at BOL, Travis Ryer. 
We'll catch up with you again real soon. The time has come for drag queens to save the world. RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars is back on Paramount Plus, and for the first time ever, I want you to use your talent for good for a change. <laughs> Eight iconic queens are competing for the charity of their choice. This is how you do drag. Who will slay it forward, win cash for their favorite cause, and a coveted spot in the Drag Race Hall of Fame. RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars. New season streaming May 17th exclusively on Paramount Plus. Go to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Terms apply.